I grew up in uh, McHenry, Illinois, and our parish was uh, St. Patrick's, and uh, we went to Mass there uh, every Sunday. And uh, I've got uh, two brothers and a sister. The, the three boys were very, very close in age. My sister's the youngest. And I can remember a season in our, our, our family's life, and we were probably middle school age around there, maybe just a little bit younger with the boys, that uh, my mom would uh, typically go to the early morning mass on, on Sundays, and Dad would take us to a later mass on, on Sunday morning. We'd be more attuned to our, uh, our rhythms of, as, as kids. And uh, I remember one particular Sunday, and on the way home from church, we must have been, uh, the boys would sit in the back seat, my sister in the front seat. We must have been misbehaving, because we, when we got home, we were immediately grounded. And uh, it was only like, a half hour before that we were uh, in church kneeling during the, the Lamb of God, we received Holy Communion, worshiping God and the priest sends us forth with a blessing to go love and serve the Lord. We get in the car to drive home and then the cage match begins. And, uh, you know, just thinking about that, the, uh, you know, we were kids, but the, uh, I think that's the challenge of, uh, you know, what we experience here in our prayer and our faith that that we go forth and we, we, we live it in an authentic genuine way and to have an impact for the Lord and certainly uh, you know my my two brothers and I we, we, we needed conversion you know especially my two brothers so uh, <laughs> but I uh, I needed a lot of conversion as well and still you know we all do and uh, we, we, and we, we get along great now but uh, you know we're, we're typical kids but uh, I, I think that challenge comes out of the scriptures today to uh, put it into practice. What is it, St. James? Be not only hearers of the word, but doers of the word. In today's gospel, it can appear that Jesus is kind of dismissive of the, uh, the laws and traditions, customs of, 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 of the Jewish faith, but he's really not. What, 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 what Jesus is challenging is, is a legalism, and it's a danger for any, any religion, because even as Catholics, we have lots of customs and traditions and, and laws. And the purpose of those is to really to give us that guidance to enter into that deep communion with the Lord, a, a deeper friendship and relationship. But the danger is we can start worshiping the external and uh, worshiping custom. And uh, they're not meant to be worshiped. Only God is meant to be, to be worshiped. And so I think that's uh, what, what Jesus is challenging in, uh, in this gospel today. And he, he says this, quoting Isaiah, he says, this people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. And Jesus had some of his harshest rebukes toward the religious leaders of his time, the Pharisees and the scribes, because of hypocrisy. And uh, I think in our own day and age, I think the Lord's harshest crit criticism would be toward a lot of our church leaders. And what we're called to be is people who not only practice what they preach, but preach what they practice. And to really put that together in an authentic and in a genuine way. And that can have a tremendous impact in drawing people closer to the Lord and into the life of the church. If I could share a little story with you, I say Mass once a month down at Carroll Towers in downtown St. Charles. And uh, it's a facility for, for seniors. And a lot of them are struggle with, with health and that's why we go there. And it was after Mass, not too long ago, I was, I was, I was visiting with a couple of elderly sisters. And uh, 
we were talking and, and they shared with me that they became Catholic later in life. And I thought, well, that's interesting. And, and I said, what, what led you to make a decision to become Catholic? And they shared with me, it was the example of a family they lived next door to. And uh, this family, they weren't pushy with their faith, nothing like that, but the way they lived it, and there's obviously a deep faith there and the way they were as a family, and there's a joy there, and again, not, not perfection, but they said that had a powerful impact on them, and they, they knew that it, was, it came from within, from their relationship with God and their, their, their Catholic faith. And, and they were, they were drawn to that and decided to take that. They went into RCAA as, as, as senior citizens. So I think that points out that, that for you and me, that uh, we, we have a great power, if you will, to really witness to the faith and to draw people closer to the Lord and, and into the life of the... Or we have a great power to repel and to push away. And again, if you want to see uh, Jesus' thoughts on that in a very, very significant way in the Gospel of Matthew, as he's really challenging the, 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 the scribes and the Pharisees as leaders to be that instrument to draw people closer rather than to push away. As I mentioned, uh, St. James, and we're reading from him for the next number of weeks, he says, be not only hearers of the word, but doers of the word. And he adds a little bit to that. He says, religion that is pure and undefiled before God is this, to care for orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained by the world. In other words, you've got to put it into practice. And uh, the, really the genuineness and authenticity of our faith is going to be reflected in how we treat others, especially those who are in need. You know, do we have the, the, the vision of Christ, the heart of Christ, and the hands of Christ? We, we all need work, though. And... Jesus is very straightforward. Right at the end of today's gospel, the challenge for you and me, because we're all impacted by original sin. And we all have those areas where we, we need growth, where we need transformation. And here's how Jesus names it. Uh, from within people, from their hearts, come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, and arrogance. You know, those vices can impact all of us. And we... we Probably everyone here, we have some areas we, we, we wrestle with and we, we struggle. And what, what the Lord does through his grace, if we are humble and avail ourselves to it, he transforms that in, into virtue. And that becomes more and more how we live. Virtues like kindness and compassion and humility, generosity, patience. There's lots of virtues. But we need God's, God's help. And that's why humility is such an important virtue. And anything, the thing that's going to block God's grace the most, I think, is, is an arrogant spirit. Because then we're too self-centered and we, we, we ward off the grace of God. But humility, we open ourselves and God can transform us. So as we receive the Eucharist today, let us ask the Lord for that spirit of humility. And because he needs us as his disciples in the world. And just like those, uh, those two elderly sisters when I was sharing about them, that family that impacted their, their lives, you know, we can, that's, that can be you and me with the way we live our lives and our faith. The Lord's presence can be radiated through that. We're never going to be perfect, but with God's grace, we can do it well for his glory and for the good of others. So as we receive the Eucharist today, may we be strengthened in our discipleship.